convenient there. <laughs> I like I'm that hungry. Guy. This car smells weird. Y'all know me. Know how I earn a living. You must learn what you have learned. Yeah, you're right. You look a wee bit shaky. You can't breathe. Yes, I'm. I'm a bit nervous myself. Gosh, not again. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. We live or we die by the clock. We never turn our back on it. And we never, ever allow ourselves the sin of losing track of time. I don't want to tell you something about time. My time is worth money, and I don't think you make that kind of money to pay me for my time. Only a true friend would be that truly happy. Okay, Michael. Regular or extra crispy? Well, I tell you, I'm kind of into the original flavoring of it all. I'm a KFC original kind of guy, but the last time, and it's just been the last couple of weeks ago, went to KFC, got a bucket of original, got it home, it was mush. It was just mush. I mean, the meat was meat, but the... the uh, crust that you know whatever it is. i mean it was just i mean yes i know the original uh recipe calls for a not a crusty skin but this was mush it was kind of disgusting but we ate it and we liked it <laughs> how you doing my name is michael this is the fbtv podcast freight broker tv you can check us out if you've not visited the website, you can find us at FreightBrokerTV.com. You can uh, even call us if you want. If you've got a, uh, you know, you got a comment, question, maybe a message you want to leave. You can call us at 479-668-0213. Email us as well, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. If you go to the website, freightbrokertv.com, all kinds of uh, forms there you can fill out, submit. We'll be talking more about that later on. In the opening, we do that opening, in the opening that uh, you heard just a moment ago, there's a bit in there from Jackie Gleason from Smokey and the Bandit. And uh, we're going to be talking about Smokey and the Bandit because it turns out after what? Uh, 43 years, it might be a TV show. That's kind of scary, isn't it? All right, let's get to business real quick because this is important. Today is October 28th when we are recording this podcast. It's uh, 7.06 in the morning. Central time. I'm in Arkansas and it's uh, wet. Chilly and wet. Not like they've been seen in other parts of the country where, you know, winter has arrived. You can tell because it's white. But we're in that time of the year. I mean, you know, it seems like yesterday we walked outside and, and it was 95 degrees. And today we walk outside and it's cold. But anyway... We still have a, uh, even though we're in fall and we are working toward winter quickly, down around New Orleans, Gulf Coast, we are watching another hurricane. A hurricane warning in effect for New Orleans. Matter of fact, it's uh, forecast to be Category 2 at landfall. That's going to be happening sometime today. 
and I don't know when you're going to be listening to this podcast, but uh, obviously it's past, and you already know what's happened. But as of today, we're waiting. Now, Category 2 is not as bad as the 5s and the 4s and the 3s, but it's still a hurricane. Landfall later today, New Orleans is going to be in the direct path. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up, if you're a freight broker, dispatcher, driver, it doesn't matter, but especially a freight broker, if you're working loads, you should keep your eye on this and keep your drivers, your customers' freight out of harm's way. Now, kind of a double whammy here because it's... uh, Going into the weekend, I know you want to get the the load off before the weekend so you can get another load and get back down the road. So you've got to really plan this out and be safe. Safety is number one. Uh, Obviously, the cargo, that's important. You want that to arrive safely. Don't want any damage or insurance claims there. So you got to pay attention to this stuff. We've touched on this in the past. But today it's reality. Okay, later uh, today, landfall, New Orleans is going to be in the direct path. It's going to go through southern Mississippi, central Alabama by tomorrow morning. Now, by tomorrow morning, obviously, it's just going to be high winds, a lot of storms, probably. So keep that in mind. I know yesterday, yesterday here where I am in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, uh, I think it was like 42, 43. It was wintry feeling. It just had that feel to it. And I think Atlanta was like 77. You you can look at the weather map and see that cool cold air just dipping down and going back up. You know, like, you know, have you ever been in that rain where it's raining on your side of the street, but across the street, the sun's out? Maybe that only happens in Arkansas. I don't know, but... But anyway, uh, so Central Alabama tomorrow morning, uh, tracking just north of Atlanta into eastern Tennessee, North Carolina, and Virginia by Thursday night, back out into the Atlantic by Friday morning. Keep keep an eye on it. you got to keep an eye on it. Well, we are less than a week away. Less than a week away <laughs> from... Uh, Election Day, and we all know, we all know, no matter who wins, no matter who the President of the United States will be next, be it Trump or Biden, things, you think things have been weird up to this point? (laughs) Wait till after the election. Yes, Saturday, Bob. But anyway, uh, President Trump was out in uh, Pennsylvania, out in Allentown on Monday. And he, he saw a big truck in the parking lot out there. And, and uh, well, it was kind of funny. He, he, had a, he had a comment. By the way, nice trucks. You think I could hop into one of them and drive it away? I'd love to know. Just drive the hell out of here. Just get the hell out of this. I had such a good life. My life was great. And then I said, let's do this, darling. This will be a lot of fun. But you know what? I'm so happy with it because nobody has ever done so much 
in the first three and a half years. No administration. <laughs> President Trump, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you can't blame the guy. I mean, for crying out loud, every morning you get up, it's something different. I mean, not just being president, I'm talking about the constant, never-ending attacks. Kind of nutty. But, like I said, next week, we'll know. And uh, <laughs> with that said, <clears throat> as, long as, as long as this guy remembers he's running for president... Where I come from... You don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United <laughs> States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? okay. That's all I really got to say to you. That just cracks me up. I, I, not knocking it. I get it. You know, how many times you've been, if you're a driver, you, you've been in a big truck. You wake up, climb out of the sleeper. And you've got to, you've got to really think about where you are. You know, I've even had to get on the CB. Somebody tell me where I am. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but unless you've been out there and done it, well, you'll never know. I, I get it, but still, you know, I'm not going to get political. Or try not to too much in the this podcast, but. It is what it is, and uh, all I know is on the transportation side of the industry, freight and everything else over the last several years has been going up. Rates have been going up. Now you take the coronavirus out of the picture. Our economy and trucking and transportation and manufacturing well, you know, we're almost a year removed from the way it used to be and how good everything was getting and how good it was on the coronavirus scent. You know, we things were doing a lot better, put it that way, up until coronavirus. And this is something unprecedented, at least in modern times. hundred years ago, <laughs> you could only do one thing. Today, and they had no media. They had no... 24-7 media 100 years ago when things like this was going on. They did what they did, took care of themselves and their community, their area, and got through it. Today, you've got 15 voices telling you to do 15 different things, kind of like, uh, well, if you remember the days of the logbooks, the paper, paper logs before the ELDs, you could ask five different DOT a law pertaining to, or the rules and regs pertaining to a logbook, and you could get five different answers. <laughs> you know, I remember whenever I looked at a logbook, or whenever I got my logbooks looked at by a DOT officer, I knew they were always going to tell me I was doing something wrong. You don't argue with them, you just shake your head going, Thank you. Well, I did not know that. You get back in your truck and go, man, he needs to go back and read that rule again. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Okay, diesel prices, fuel prices. Fuel prices. Who's going to take care of us, Nancy? Who's going to take care of us? Tell me, quick, who's going to take care? Who can't put food on the table, who can't pay the rent. And we represent them. And we represent them. And we represent them. These long food lines that we're seeing. I know you are. We know them. I'm just saying. We represent them and we know them. 
they represent the people that can't put food on the table and they know them <laughs> you know this is if it wasn't so sad it would be funny you, you know what i mean okay diesel prices uh yeah, pretty much unchanged on the uh, fuel side diesel still around 238 a gallon gasoline down one penny this week down to 214 you know we are talking politics somewhat today well we've got to it's the this is the election upcoming election podcast the week before the election podcast so i guess we've got to get in here and talk about it somewhat otherwise <laughs> we we missed the opportunity <laughs> but anyway stimulus hope uh, it looks like it's going to be on hold till after the election because the Senate went home. The Senate went home. Tell us what you're doing, Nancy. Tell us. Yep, we're together. And we having represent trouble. them. Yeah, you and represent we represent them. Getting and by we represent these them. long food and lines we represent that we're seeing. Them. I know we you know are. Them. I'm, I'm just we saying. I bet we're going home for the election break. <laughs> it just, uh, like I said, man, if, 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 if it wasn't real, we we think it was a joke, a punchline to a joke. It's going to be after the election, maybe, uh, before they uh, decide if there's going to be some type of stimulus package. And I'm sure me talking about it, talking, making fun of this kind of stuff, I'm going to be left out. Seems to be the way it's going lately. Oh, well. Hey, you want some FBTV stuff? We got it. Coffee mugs, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, phone cases, a whole lot more. Check out the store at FreightBrokerTV.com. Go to FreightBrokerTV.com. At the top of the page, it will say FBTV Store. Click on that link, and you will be able to see everything that's offered in the store. You know, I'm looking at it right now. What have we got up there now? Anything new? Hoodies are cool. I'm going to have to get one of those. I got the coffee cup. Now, I've got the black mug. And it's kind of a wraparound black, and right there where the handle is, it's white, where the uh, FBTV coffee mug, the white one there, it is uh, totally white. There's FBTV radio mug. I imagine before too long that will be something of history, FBTV radio classic tea. FBTV radio is still around. Well, I guess it'll stay around. Yeah, no reason not to go away. FBTV radio is live on the air 24-7. Uh, go to FreightBrokerTV.com. You'll see it uh, in the la uh, right column. And you can enter that link into your phone or whatever, or whatever app you're using for internet radio. Or you can listen to it. Just push play, and it will automatically start playing. So you get the idea. It's there. It's uh, something that's close to my heart because years ago... That's how I made my living before before I got into transportation, trekking. I uh, yeah, I worked at radio stations all over the country. And uh, it, uh, well, well, corporate radio came into play. You know, the clear channels, which is now iHeart. Cumulus, you know, different uh, names came in, corporate radio. I don't know if you remember all that corporate radio. They went around buying all the mom-and-pop radio stations and ruined radio for everyone. Now it's nothing more than a jukebox. The only exception is if you're in a big city. 
where you still got terrestrial radio. Everything's gone satellite. Everything's just different. And I'm not a big fan of change. <laughs> you may or may not be able to tell. But anyway, uh, we got the uh, FBTV uh, TV broadcasting 24-7 as well. If you are an insider, now an FBTV insider, what is that you may be asking? Well, it's a step up from the FBTV or Freight Broker TV. Matter of fact, right next to the FBTV store up there at the top of the page on the Freight Broker TV website, to the left of that, it says FBTV Insider. You can click that. You get access to, uh, well, pretty much all of our public content in one place. It's You can register for free, gain access, and you will have access to all of the free content, period. But if you want access to the Insider content, well, that's going to that's gonna cost you a pretty penny. And I'm not joking. It's... Pretty much a penny, two ninety nine a month, pennies a day. What's that work out to a day? Let's see, two ninety nine a month divided by we'll go by thirty. Yeah, less than ten cents a day. I should have known that. That's easy math. But anyway, check it out. If you want the insider content, where we're doing live broadcast, uh, insider podcast. Uh, featured videos, uh, insider content only. You can register $2.99 a month, $25 a year, $24.95 a year. Actually, you'll save a little bit of money doing it by the year, but that's up to you. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Freight TV. Go to Twitter, follow us on Twitter, at Freight TV, because what we do when we get ready to do a live broadcast, we start throwing out tweets. Here's a tweet, there a tweet, everywhere a tweet, tweet. <laughs> we, we, we start tweeting. So that way you know. Now, if you miss a live broadcast, well, they're going to be in the archives. You can come back and watch it anytime you want. So that's going to be there. Now, uh, just a heads up, talking about watching and uh, things of that nature. If you saw the broadcast or the video on YouTube yesterday, if you watched that video... I, I said something about the, uh, well, Tautoa, as you know, I'm a consultant for Tautoa, but I was talking about uh, some changes going to be happening at Tautoa with the uh, different training and consulting packages, specifically the Broker 60, Broker 90, and Broker 90 Plus. Those are coming. It's going to be, changes are going to be made. The Freight Broker 60, the Freight Broker 90, Freight Broker 90 Plus will be replaced. And maybe next week I'll tell you more about that. Maybe next week the replacement will already have been done. But if you've been wanting to register for the Broker 60, 90, or 90 Plus, well, you probably don't want to wait too much longer. That's going to be changing. And here we are at the end of the month. Could be the changes will be taking place on the 1st. If you've been watching the Tautoa website, uh, tautoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com, you've noticed now that there is uh, self-study options. We had self-study in the past, but... Uh, they kind of went away. Now they are coming back. This is part of the uh, 
part of the new, part of the changes coming up in the future. You've got the Freight Broker on demand. You've got the uh, FB3DW. That's Freight Broker three-day webinar. A lot of people may be asking, well, what's the difference? You know, I can do the on-demand or I can do the webinar. Well, if you do the webinar, you're going to have access to all the material in each webinar on the next day after that webinar. But the thing is, with the on-demand, yeah, you're able to work, uh, have homework, and do some things, but you're not getting access to the actual tools like load boards. You're not getting access to uh, the rate tools and things of that nature. Now, with the webinar... Yes. During that webinar, during that two-week period uh, that you're going through that webinar, there's going to be uh, three webinars over a two-week period. But, but during that two-week period, you're going to have access to the load board, rate tools, and things of that nature where, we, where you can actually get hands-on using the tools and the uh, programs and software. It's not tools, programs, or software. We say that, but understand everything's on the cloud. There's nothing you download and install on your computer anymore. It's all on the cloud. But anyway, check it out. Uh, those are self-study. All right, very good. Well, break safety week. Remember that? Back at the end of August, didn't they... Uh, didn't they uh, reschedule that? The road check, I know they did. But I believe they did. Anyway, break safety week. Yeah, man, they got over 5,000 trucks. Put over 5,000 trucks out of service uh, between August 23rd and 29th. 5,156 trucks, to be exact which accounted for 12% of the 43,565 trucks inspected during the week-long break safety week blitz. Okay, one, okay, now, now, now when it comes to the road checks, you know, a three-day road check, you know, you cross, you do one, you, you know, you go through an inspection in this state, you cross state line, and now you're having to go through it again. You know, those three days, it's, it's, uh, that's when I parked the truck. I went home for those three days. I didn't want to be involved in that. I didn't need the hassle. There's enough hassles out there driving a truck, enough issues. I did not want to be part of the three-day thing. <clears throat> but the brake check thing, that's that's not that big of a deal. I mean, it is. Yeah, they're going to get out there, check them, you know, make sure they're in adjustment. And anymore with the automatic, you know, slack adjusters and things of that nature, you know, there's, you know, you can adjust if you wish, but you Usually no detail. You just need to make sure you've got good brakes. That's the bottom line. You check them. Now, a lot of this falls on the trucking company. Because I would almost bet you that the majority of the trucks that were put out of service, it wasn't the tractor as much as the trailer. Because the trailers don't get in the shop that much. You know, they get by and, yeah, they get pulled in. And I'm sure, you know, there's maintenance logs and things like that. But most of the time, you know, they, they check them as they come in and make repairs to them. Well, the brake check week kind of uh, put the hammer down on that kind of stuff. 5,156 trucks out of service. And 
what they don't tell us is <laughs> the revenue collected from those 5,156 trucks that were put out of service. Because usually you're not just put out of service. You're given a nice little slip of paper that wants you to pay them money. You get a ticket. But anyway... Last week, uh, last time we did a scientific poll, unscientific poll about who's going to be president, whatever. <laughs> this week, we've got a, uh, th this is pretty, pretty, almost sad. Okay. Unscientific poll this week, and obviously this is from Overdrive. But independence, how would you describe your principal freight sources? In other words, are you getting your freight from brokers, shippers, or a mix of shippers and brokers? Now, before I get into this, I've said this over and over and over again, and I'll say it again. A trucking company that is operating properly, they should have their own customer base. Where they've sat down, uh, they, they got their own customer, there's no broker involved, they sat down, uh, if need be, they hammered out a contract. They're going to get paid this much by that customer. Period. All right. They get a load from their customer. They deliver the load. Now they're going to use a broker to get back. To get back. That is a backhaul. The load going out is going to be a headhaul. The load coming back that they get from a broker is a backhaul. Because they're using a broker as a convenience to get their truck relocated to the destination they need their truck to be so they can service their customer. There are way too many trucking companies out there using a broker for all of their loads. Now, from this unscientific survey, this poll... 26.13% of the respondents use multiple brokers. Add to that 5.41% that use only one broker. 25 Trucking companies that use multiple shippers and customers, or multiple shippers, customers, and a mix of brokers, 18.92%. Multiple shippers slash customers, 15.32%. Not applicable. I'm leased onto a company or I'm a company driver, 13.51%. I don't even know why they're responding to this because it says independence. If you're a company driver or you're leased on, uh, if you're owner-operator leased onto a company, yeah, you, in essence, are independent. But I, I think the... Uh, what this poll was trying to get at was uh, you're an independent operating under your own authority. One shipper, customer, and a mix of brokers, 12.61%. One shipper, customer, 6.31%. Other, I don't know what that could be, 1.79%. But the number here is 26.13% use multiple brokers. Add to that 5.41% that says they use one brokers. You're over 31%. 31% of... Uh, those responding to this poll use brokers for all of their loads. You can't do that. You can't do that. 
you're losing money. How much? Probably anywhere from three to five, six hundred dollars a week, maybe, per truck. So if you've got ten trucks, three to five thousand dollars a week, that's conservative. It's not that you're losing it, you're not making it because you're giving it away to a broker. If you had your own customers, that money that uh, you'd be giving to a broker would be going in your pocket. I'm I'm sure you all understand, but just just in case there's one person out there that's not getting this, understand that a broker goes out here, they cultivate a client, they cultivate a customer. They get a load from that customer. Maybe that customer is saying, hey, I got this load going from point A to point B. Uh, I'm paying $2,000. All right. The broker then proceeds to find a truck to move that load. Now, the broker's not going to pay the truck the full 2000 If they can get the truck to haul the load for 1600 that's what they're going to do. <clears throat> but understand, the trucking company is the one that says yay or nay. So if the trucking company took the load for 1600 the broker made 400 on that load. Now, this is what I'm talking about. If you're a trucking company and that was your customer, you would get the full 2000 Do you see what I'm saying? There's a time for a broker. A broker, and I, I say this over and over again, I tell all of my clients this as well, a broker is the most misused tool in the transportation industry, period. Brokers should only be used for a backhaul or to assist a trucking company relocate their truck to a destination they need that truck to be, period. How old were you back in 1977? I was 17. Smokey and the Bandit came out. Clint Eastwood, Jerry Reed, and the, uh, (laughs) I'm going blank, what was her name? Sally Fields, Jackie Gleason, Pat McCormick. I'm forgetting some of their names. Smokey and the Bandit. Hit the big screen. And, uh, I think Smokey and the Bandit probably, probably ignited the fire in, in a lot of young men's gut to want to become a truck driver. How cool that was. That was when they, uh, that was back when the, uh, when truckers, truckers were considered knights of the highway still. Moving out of that era, but still, you know, pretty respected. There was a CB radio phase fad too back in that, those days, and that's where we come up with a lot of CB lingo, 10 4. Yeah. <laughs> Put the hammer down. You're in the rocking chair. But anyway. It was, what, 43 years ago, UCP, a division of Universal Studio Group, and Seth MacFarlane's Fuzzy Door teaming up to develop a TV series based on Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit isn't going to, well, it is, it, it will be, I, I'm assuming they're talking about what they expect the TV show to be. Smokey and the Bandit is an epic adventure of family, small-town crime, unlikely heroes, Legend and Legacy. Hmm. Sounds a lot... Sounds a lot... Like Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Only Smokey and the Bandit. Big trucks. 
Inspired by the uh, genre of 70s and 80s uh, drive-in double features, the series will explore the crossroads where humble realities meet those larger-than-life, all in a blast of tailpipe exhaust. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to that, huh? I don't know. I don't. I. I like smoking the bandit. I've got it. I've got it in there on my uh, Apple TV. Yes, I paid for it. I've got it. I've watched it occasionally. Matter of fact, I watched it just a couple of weeks ago. It doesn't get old. It's fun. But the idea of a Smokey and the Bandit TV series, hmm. you know, how do you replace Burt Reynolds? How do you replace Jerry Reed? And, of course, Sally Fields. I truly hope, but, you know, she will have, and they're going to try to. I truly hope she doesn't make a cameo on that because, uh, it would be wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It might be pretty fun. I hope they don't screw it up. Anyway. All right. Remember, there's a hurricane going on. If you are a broker, you got loads going into the hurricane area, or you got customers in that hurricane area, pay attention. Watch the weather. Uh, that hurricane is uh, looks like it's going to hit landfall at a, as a Category 2. going to be happening uh, later on today. New Orleans is going to be in the direct path. Nothing like Katrina, though. At least uh, shouldn't be. A lot of hype on this stuff anymore. And I'm getting tired of that, too. You know, the, 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 the fake news, fake weather as well. Not that the weather's fake. But, oh, my gosh, if they got a chance to really, you know, really make a mountain out of Mohill, they'll do it. I, I worked at a radio station for a guy that did that with the uh, weather radio station that was pretty much in Tornado Alley. And rating sweeps uh, for the radio uh, in that market came around in the spring, right when tornado season was hitting. So, man, when the... Uh, Severe thunderstorms, tornado warnings, and watches came out. He was he hopped on it big time. Big time. He became the station everybody listened to when there was going to be inclement weather in the spring. And for some weird reason, he always had a number one radio station. <laughs> right, I've got to go. Hey, listen, go out there. Have a, a great Wednesday. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote next week. Next week is Election Day. Tuesday. Those mail-in ballots I don't get, that, that's going to be a fiasco. You know, we may know who the president is, who actually won the election. We may we might know by this time next month. <laughs> you know. Where was I? Oh, well, go have a good Wednesday. Keep it on the weather. If you are in a truck... And you're going through that area where that uh, weather is. Well, keep an eye on it. Stay safe. This has been the FBTV Podcast. Have a great Wednesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. We'll see you later.